Okay, everybody, I'm going to be really, really transparent right now. I love the Christmas season, so to speak. I'm a, I'm a Christmas guy. I've always been a Christmas guy. So I just love, love, love when this time of year comes around. But I'm going to be honest with everybody. Right around this time, we're getting to the place where you go outside and, and your toes are cold your fingertips are cold. And first G is, is just, that's just not working for me. I, it's really not. I love where I live. And, um, you know, I wouldn't change it for the world. But man, oh man, sometimes I just would love, love, love a warmer climate. I know y'all didn't tune in to hear my soliloquy on that. But welcome everybody to the JNAG podcast. It is your friendly neighborhood podcaster, First G, here for another round of Meet the Pastor. So as you guys know, I've been doing this week after week to let everybody know the leadership here in JNAC is down to earth and we can relate to everybody. So make sure you go back and check out all the previous ones that I've done. And again, shout out to everyone who's listening, uh, subscribing, commenting, uh, I see you um, and keep doing so and make sure you share it with your people. You know, there's tons of tidbits that we go over week in and week out that you guys are probably going to want to share. And I got a special one. I got a special, special one today. This young lady is, uh, as you guys know, I always nickname my pastors. <laughs> uh you know, last week I didn't have a nickname for Lamont because Lamont is can be a, a multitude of things. But um, this young lady right here is like a thug in the <laughs> prayer world. A thug in the prayer world, y'all. She is a pastor, a mother, a wife, a prayer warrior or prayer thug, I should say. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If the devil wants to try, she is ready to stomp on his head, y'all. I'm telling y'all, it's 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 nothing like her. Please welcome to the JNAC podcast, Pastor Tasha Toy. How are you? Hey, everybody. I'm doing great. How you doing, Greg? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. As I kick this thing off, like you guys know, it's just to sit down, have a conversation, and let everybody know a little bit about yourself. So like I always kick it off with, I want to give you the floor and tell us, if I was to just meet you, mm -hmm. what would you want me to know about yourself? Well, I would have to, you know, start at um, at ground one. So starting back when, you know, so... Where I'm, where I'm from, pretty much. I'm here. I'm from here, uh, Lake County. Um, I grew up as a, the only child of uh, single parents, and oh, um, was the only kid. Yeah, okay. yeah. I've been the only child um, until later on. I discovered some brothers, and I've <laughs> <laughs> been begging my mom for some some other some other siblings, but she, but that didn't happen until later on. You know, uh -huh. when I was starting to have kids, <laughs> I'm like, why now? I'm grown. Right. <laughs> It's too late now. It's too late. I needed it when I needed someone to play with. Yeah, so on her side, I've been the only child for 24 years. Okay. Um, but I met my brothers on my dad's side when um, when I was like 20, 21. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. We, both your parents were were they separated when you were growing up, or they were together? Um, they were they were dating. Okay. They were dating. Okay. Um, never got married. Um, oh, they my, was fornicating. Yeah. Oh Lord! <laughs> 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 if that's what you want, yes, they were. <laughs> Yeah, but I um I lived with my mom. My dad, you know, came around and I would, you know, go and visit um his side of the family mm-hmm. um on the weekends and stuff. So yeah, I have I have a large family on both sides. That's that you know, I, I don't know what it's like to having a large family. I, I come from I mean like I don't know, we were the opposite of trying to have kids. It was like I got one cousin on both mm-hmm. sides of my family and you know, that's about it. So you know, we 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 were a small we were a small section. Uh, you guys had you know mo- other people had villages and cities of their family, so the family mm-hmm. reunions must must be uh, off the chain, huh? Yeah, like on the weekends when I would go to my um, my granny house, she would invite other um, cousins and family members over. So yeah, it was it was a lot of the um, that family, and then um, on my mom's side, you know, mm-hmm. it was like. Um, 13, about 14 children that my great-grandmother and father had and just their children and their children, you know. And so I grew up with, you know, around them mostly because they um, he was here in Lake County, too. Okay. So what kind of relationship did you have with your mom? You guys real close growing up? Oh, yeah. So it was just me and my mom. And um, I can remember all the way back to like I was like three years old. Mm-hmm. You know, she you know made sure I had everything. I, I, so people would say I was spoiled because I had everything, not because I was a brat or anything <laughs> like that. I was very well behaved, but um, she took very well care of me. And um, you know, it was a time where she you know had some struggles. You know, but in the beginning, where you know when I remember when you know during those younger years. Mm-hmm. Um, she she didn't have I didn't experience any you know struggles that she had, so um, you know I had you know I, being the only child I had a lot of clothes right. I, you, you know I had a whole room a playroom my cousins would come over so they was like my um my my siblings you, know, you would say <laughs> that I didn't have you know so they would come over and spend the night and they would like love to come in my playroom I had this little playroom off in the um off from the bathroom and it was like full of toys I had kitchen sets and all of that oh that's <laughs> so they you... love coming over to my house right right that's great that's great growing up did you you say you had a good childhood right you yeah. say you had a good childhood yeah I did okay okay um how was being the only kid was it um I know you said you wanted siblings but mm-hmm. um do you feel like that that you know, that developed your relationship maybe with your mom uh, deeper because, you know, it was just it was just you, you and her, basically. Yeah. So um, she she raised me in a church. And so um, I grew up Baptist mm-hmm. and being the only child, it was lonely at times. You know, I would cry because I would want, you know, somebody to play with. So, <laughs> like I say, she would bring my cousins over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she was very family-oriented. So we would also go over their houses, too. So that's how I knew, you know, who all of my family were because she kept us connected. Okay. You know, so that was that was like a really big plus. 
Um, and I, you know, thanked her for it. Um, but like later on, I noticed some changes. Like when I was like seven or eight years old, okay. um, she started going through some life experiences as she grew closer and closer with the Lord. I didn't understand um, what was going on. You know, you know, mentally with her, mm-hmm. but I did notice that okay, this my mom is changing, mm-hmm. and so we would um we would move around from like hotels to motels. You know, we had a place to stay. Mm-hmm. You know, we grew up in a house together with our other family members, but she left the house and um because she was stressed out. Okay, you know, so um there was a period where I had to go through these changes with her that kind of um impacted my life um but not i mean it, it was back then you know i can understand now mm-hmm. but back then it was very traumatic for me cuz i was like you know really young and she was going through some mental health changes okay and so with that you know a lot of people didn't understand um what she was going through and she couldn't explain I don't even think she understood what she was going going through because mm-hmm. she would go to different, you know, people getting seeking counsel, godly counsel and ungodly counsel. Right. So, you know, like I say, I've been, you know, going through everything she went through. I went through because I was right there by her side. And did you know what was going on? You said you were about seven, eight years old mm-hmm. when it started. Did you did you have any idea what was happening or you just knew that changes was 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 there? Um, well, being in the church, I understood, you know, like, you know, the God part about, you know, her, her life. Mm-hmm. But then there was some other, I knew there was like something else was going on too. So there was a battle going on. Um, now I know there was a battle between um, God and the, the devil. So, uh, but, the, but then I was trying to, you know, kind of piece it together. I didn't, right. uh, I was young. I didn't understand, you right. know, she didn't explain, cause she didn't know, you know, she, right. I just knew that, you know, when, at times where, you know, she would pray and um, I would experience these things with her and she was like, God is working. God is, it's, it's, she will, you know, let me know it's okay. I'm okay. I'll be okay. Uh-huh. God is working. You know, cause she would, um, and I think that's where I got my little, uh, <laughs> attacking the devil type of mentality that's, and praying is from my mom because listen. she would be in the mirror and she'll be rebuking the devil. She'll be talking to him. Get your hands off of me. Get your hands off my life, my family. Oh, and blah, yeah. blah, blah. You, you so I grew up, you, you know, <laughs> she taught me how to war. <laughs> you definitely a chip off the old block. Yes, ma'am. Yes. I think that's where it came from. <laughs> so I'll be ready to choke some demons <laughs> you messing with my mama <laughs> so, so um how old were you when first got to church um do you remember i think it was maybe like around five okay yeah uh, okay is that, that so i can remember what 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 was your first experience of church or what, of like what did you think if you remember um it was kind of boring <laughs> of course <laughs> <laughs> but they did have um, a, a children's ministry. Okay. So they would let me, you know, I would have to, most of the time I would have to sit on in a pew between my grandma, my grandmother on one side. She always had her little spot in yeah. the corner by the window, yeah. you know, and then my mom in the middle. And if I moved or said anything, <laughs> I, <laughs> I'll get this look. Right. Like, uh, be still, be uh, quiet. Don't say that, uh, you know. So, and then my mom, she would have this tape recorder. 
And that, a the, tape recorder. Yeah, she, you know the ones that you had to press the red button yeah. and the play button at the same time. Yeah. So she would keep, you know, t- recordings of um of the sermons each week. Oh, okay. She yeah, was, so she would record minute, she service. Was, she was bootlegging service yes. back then. <laughs> It was funny, but yeah, yeah, she would um record service, wow. and that would be her, you know, yeah, yeah. That, that she would feed on every, throughout, the week. throughout the week, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I was sitting between both of them, but then there was times I remember they'll let me go to the back where the children ministry was, and I was sitting, you know, and and fill out the little, you know, cartoon, um, yeah, Bible stories and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> bootlegging. That, that's that's hilarious. That yeah. is hilarious. So as you as you continue on, you know, obviously growing up, um, I'm assuming your mom continued to have problems. Mm-hmm. What happened during your high school years? So in my high school years, um, you know, through my high school years, she, you know, she. She wasn't there for my graduation, but she was there for my eighth grade graduation because okay. through those um, through those early childhood, she would you know be going in and out the um, the the mental facilities. Okay, so who were you staying with? So I was staying with my grandmother okay. and my cousins at times. So my family, you know, mm-hmm. would you know step up and you know take care, help take care of me and everything. But um, through high school, by that time. Um, I was able to stay, you know, at the house on my own, Mm -hmm. you know. So, um, you know, there was times where, you know, I would, you know, I would. At that time, I I was used to it, Mm -hmm. you know, her in and out because she would be gone like three to six months at a time, Mm -hmm. you know. But you know, we we would still talk on the phone and everything, you know, and everything. So, um, but I made sure because I was like, I made sure I stayed in school because okay. I because that was my whole thing all through elementary school, my whole educational life. I, I never wanted to miss school at all, uh-huh. so I made sure I stayed in school. And you were still in church at the time. Um, <clears throat> let me see. I was in church up until like I think my um, junior high school years. Okay, and then you had yeah. the the uh, the obligation to go out and and see the world after before that. <laughs> Everybody, everybody got the story, right? It's like, you know, they. I went to church when I was young, and then I had to go out, and the devil maybe whooped on me a little bit, and I had to come back. Yeah, but I um, I had some experiences where I'm like, okay, it's time to pray. I knew how to call on the Lord when I need him, and he answered. Of course. <laughs> of course. I wouldn't expect anything less. Yeah. I wouldn't expect anything less. So, I, I mean, I'm really interested about your mom. Um, mm-hmm. You Looking back now, I mean, what mm-hmm. was the issue? What 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 was going on? So when I came to a point of maturity, mm-hmm. um, I asked the Lord. I said, "Lord, tell me what's going on." Okay. You know, me and him had this. I, I said, you know, we had this conversation. I said, you know, I I, I need to know uh-huh. what is really why does she have to go through this. You right. know, I'm tired of her having to go through all of these, you know, changes, and um, and even you know through some other, you know you know, experiences she had. Um, I was like, okay, what's going on? So he told me she's my door. Okay. And I was like, okay, what does that mean? Uh-huh. That means, you know, when she said yes, when she gave her life to him, um, she used her through evangelism. Okay. So when she would go to like, you know, from, from nursing home to nursing home and from, you know, back and forth to the, you know, mental facility. Uh-huh. While she was there, 
she would she would pray for the people there. Oh, wow. Oh, and wow. she she would write out prayers. She would sing, you know, gospel songs to them. And she would read the Bible. They would have she would gather them up and they would have Bible studies and all of that. So that was her ministry, you wow. know, and I didn't understand that until he told me that. Mm-hmm. And each time he said each time that she was sing, each time she would share, you know, his word, each time that she would, you know, uh, do those things. um, she he would come through her to that area wherever she was. And when he was done, he would pick her up and she would go to the next place and she wow. would do the same thing. Wow. So that was, you know, that she's that's that's what it was. She was his door. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I love that. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna come back around to, to growing up, but um okay. as many as many of uh, our JNAC listeners know, um you know, but if you're not from JNAC, I'm about to tell you. Uh, <laughs> not only you are not the only member of the household on the pastoral staff, you are also married to Pastor Derek Toy. Yes. So tell me a little <laughs> bit. Tell me a little bit about that. How that come about? When did you guys meet? We met in high school. Okay. I was cheerleading. He was gang banging. <laughs> <laughs> But he wasn't, um, I didn't see him as a banger like that. You know what I'm saying? He didn't show himself as being this thug type of, you know, fighting. You know, I didn't see that part. Okay. I knew, you know, that it was going on, Uh you know. But I always told him that um, this isn't you, like, it's something else about you. It's something I couldn't really at that time, you know, I wasn't spiritual or anything like that. But I just knew it was something different about uh-huh. him that, you know, it didn't seem like he would be that type of person. Uh-huh. But when he would tell me what they used to do and everything like that and what I've seen, <laughs> what I did see, you know. <laughs> I'm definitely going. I was like, OK. He's, he's up. He's coming up soon for an episode. So uh-huh. I'm definitely going to get into that with him. <laughs> I'm definitely going to get into that with him. So y'all started dating in high school? Yeah, we started dating in high school. Um, We started to notice each other and, you know, a friend, you know, introduced us Mm -hmm. and everything and... Um, and then we started dating and fornicating and <laughs> you know how it go. Yeah. I know how I'm it goes. I'm going to keep it real too. Right. <laughs> we wasn't always, uh, pastors, believe me. <laughs> so, um, I wanted to, I brought that up because, you know, you guys got a wonderful family and, and help me out on the total count. Is it, is it Five kids? Yes, it's five. Five children. Yes. Um, how did the experiences with your mom help you with motherhood? If if, if you know, what did you take away from that? Um, I took away the loving, the nurturing, the caring. Mm-hmm. Um, I I you know, she taught me a lot. You know, she was a teacher also. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, family mm-hmm. was important. Yeah. So just the unity of family, you know, being together and staying together and everything, um, it, 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 it impacted my life. You know, that was big. Um, I, I've um, started with my daughter, Asaya, you know, um, 
with even with her, you know, being single, you know, I wasn't married at that time when I had her mm -hmm. and she was, you know, by my side too, you know, but it's just that I didn't suffer the mental challenges my mom did with me, yeah. you know, but um, I made sure that, you know, she had, you know, she grew up and she had, you know, enough of what she needed, you know, and everything, supporting her and everything and stuff. So, um, and then with her father, you know, being in her life, you know, you know, that that made a, you know, impact, too, because yeah. everybody don't have that, you right. know, that blessing to have their father, you know, with them. Yeah. I mean, my father was in my life, too. He just wasn't living with me, right. you know, but um, I you know, similar, it's always important to have I had a similar parents. situation. Um, my, my biological father, um, mm, how old was I? I think I was around seven or eight. When um, he, me, my mama left, uh, and we left abruptly, you know, it, it it wasn't a good situation, and you know, I spent the rest of my life with a relationship, but mm -hmm. but trying to to build it to a place where I thought it it you know where I in my head I had this vision of what a father and son relationship was, and it just wasn't that. And, you know, I think he was really upset at me for not living with him, you know. But, you know, I never looked at it as, you know, I'm trying to slight anyone. It was just, mm -hmm. you know, that this just was what it was. I used to go on the weekends and see him all the time. And, you know, our relationship never really got there. And, and we're, we're still working through things. But I, I, I definitely can relate to that. Um, getting back to you and and. Pastor Derek, um, one question I had was, it, it, you know, they say sometimes working with your with your family is is, is kind of tough, right? Well, me and you both got similar things, right? Us and our spouses mm -hmm. are in ministry full yeah. time. A uh, pastors actually, <laughs> so you know, we we the two pastor couples on the team. Uh, what is it like? What is it like, in your opinion, um, working with another pastor in the family or, or, you know, just doing ministry together? Well, I'm used to um, working with Derek because um, y'all probably don't know this, but we used to work at Wendy's together. Oh, yeah. Was, okay. <laughs> Back when we were who, 16. Who was, who was doing what at Wendy's? <laughs> Let me see. I think I was, um, I was, I was on a cashier and he was, you know, you know, I think he was, you know, burger, fries, okay. type of, you know, just doing some of everything in the back. Yeah. You know, and then we also worked at um, Champ Sports and um, Gurney Mills. Y'all couldn't yeah, get we, enough of each look, other. we was together. <laughs> that, that's my boo. <laughs> well, well, then y'all ain't got no issues, huh? Uh -uh, it's all great. We, we used to working together. <laughs> <laughs> and everything like that. <laughs> that is awesome, man. So, so. Me and S, what is it? SPT, Senior uh -huh. Pastor Tiffany. Yeah. We have a unique relationship, I'll say. I love her to death. She loves me. And <laughs> sometimes it's hard to separate home from church. Mm -hmm. So it's not a normal work family relationship because, you know, to be quite honest with you, church is our life. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, I'm just we just clocking in and then trying to go home and, and do life together. It's like a lot of what we do revolves around the church. And mm -hmm. um, you know, there are times when 
you know, we have disagreements or whatever. And sometimes it's difficult to navigate through that. But that's the thing. The love is there. And we know who and what we doing this for. Mm -hmm. So God got us. God got us. You know, the relationship is rooted in 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 the Lord. So yeah. no matter the situation or the challenge, you know, we get, we got this, we got it. Right. <laughs> so it's been about almost two years. It's coming up two years in April that we've been ordained as pastors. Mm-hmm. And I've asked uh, all the other, of our colleagues, this question has life changed at all since that day? You know, have you noticed any spiritual mental, you know, Anything, anything in terms of before and after? Well, before um, I have noticed, you know, and God told me that, you know, he He elevated some of my gifts. And um, it through, through, since I've been serving here, mm-hmm. it's like he has been preparing um, me and Derek along the way. Okay. You know, we just never like I never well I never really looked at it as you know pastoring right you know because we start I started um, serving in ministry here back in two thousand and four mm-hmm. through the children's ministry and um, and at that time I, I had Saya and um, two two or three of my boys you know in the in the two and three two and three year old room when mm-hmm. you know when I started uh, well I started well. Let me go back. Well, we was always in the balcony, our family. Okay. <laughs> and I would, you know, bring the kids to the children's church. And, you know, I would sit in the room with them, the two and three-year-old room with them, you know, just to kind of get them, you know, familiar with the room and area and everything. And I would play with them and along with the other kids. And yeah. some of the other volunteers noticed that, you know, and they needed help at that time, too. So they started noticing how I was interacting with the, you know, with the kids and stuff. And they asked me, they was like, would, would you be interested in um, coming in and helping us? And I said, well, let me pray about it. Mm-hmm. You know, so because I don't ever, you know, just do something without consulting with the Lord first. And um, he 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 took me to um, what was it? John, the 21st chapter, 15th through the 19th verse where, you know, Jesus was asking Peter, do you love me? Do mm-hmm. you love me? Do you love me? And he was like, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> And um, he was like, well, feed my feed my lambs, right. feed my sheep, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I looked at that as him calling me with that scripture into, you know, starting into the ministry. And I didn't know what that looked like, what that was, how I was going to do it. I, I didn't have any training. I was just there helping, mm-hmm. you know. And as I was there, he just started to, you know, God started to pour into me you know, what to give them at that time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, okay, I can, I can, you know, we can do this, you know. And just, you know, I just was obedient ever since then, you mm-hmm. know. And um, then Derek, he started, you know, coming into the ministry and we worked together in the four to six-year-old room and then from there to the seven to ten and then from there. <laughs> and listen, y'all got a special anointing that I don't want no part of. Dealing with these kids. I love kids, but I don't know if I could do it. But ministry started at home, though, with our own children. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That That's how it should be. That's yeah. how it should be. Take care of your home first. 
So I'm gonna cheat a little bit because I do know uh, a lot of your story just in our conversation. So I know how old were you when you when you got really serious about church? Um, back in the um the Baptist church. Okay. Because I served there too. Okay. So coming up through there, I started noticing the ushers. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, I like I like how they, you know, do they little walk when they doing the um the offering and they got their own little, you know, way of, you know, get passing the buckets and it, one go back here, one go up front and the other one. I'm like, oh, okay, I like that. Uh-huh. So and then I was like, okay, let me try that. So they put me on the junior usher board. <laughs> oh, you started out as an usher. <laughs> yeah. I was um, usher. I don't know how long, but then I also I served in the choir too. Okay. Yeah, so I was singing in the choir as well. Oh, look, you had a heavenly <laughs> voice. <laughs> so, like I said, I'm gonna cheat a little bit. Um, so I know Derek wasn't um, exactly following along in your <laughs> in your church journey in the very beginning. Uh, um, how was what was it like um that initial period where he was he was hesitant about coming you know he still wanted to wanted to do what he wanted to do what was that period like well that period um cuz i was i was in I was in the Baptist church up until like in my junior high school year i think my my high school years i wasn't going to church that much uh-huh. um so that's where i met Derek mm-hmm. um but um we we started dating, um, I think, in my sophomore year. And um, as we dated and everything, I graduated. Um, I had a I had another um, life turn spiritually. Okay, you know that I went through, and that was that's a whole another testimony. But I started that 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 point in my life. You know, I started, okay, Lord, the Lord was calling, like, you need to start focusing on the God now. So so I started, you know, going back to church. And that's where I started coming here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I just tuned, I just tuned everything else out, you know, including him. Cause there was a part there was a period where we weren't together. Okay. And during that period, it was like a year. During that period, that was the time where I was, you know, focused more. And I was like, well, Lord. If this relationship, you know, if you if this we if we should continue on in this relationship, let it, you know, let us get back together. And so, but with me focusing on the Lord, you know, I allowed him to gradually, you know, mend our relationship back together. Okay. And so once he started noticing, you know, me going to church and, you know, cause at that time, you know, I don't, I was filled with the Holy spirit, uh-huh. you know, and, and he started noticing some, the, them changes, right. you know, <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time I was still in those sheets, you know, so I was still right. having some struggles. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, um, so that, that's what with him, you know, with me, you know, um, Going through that and, and, and following the Lord, it started, you know, God started calling on him because I was like, well, Lord, okay, you you mended this relationship back, and but you said you don't want, you know, us to be unequally yoked. Right. You know, we weren't married yet, mm-hmm. you know, but I didn't believe in, you know, being together and him, I'm serving God and he's doing this, right. you know, and I'm like, okay, Lord, if you putting this back together, then some going to have to balance here. And so that's when he started calling on 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 Derek. Okay, 
Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm definitely going to get into that with him. Yeah. <laughs> definitely going to get into that with him. I'm a, I'm going to let him tell his story. Um you you mentioned some of the gifts that you have received. Um mm-hmm. you know, you you deep in prayer, you're a prayer warrior like I mentioned. You've told me before you 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 feel like you called in the prophetic a little bit. Yeah. So, um well, I've always felt like um I had a gift of healing mm-hmm. and I've experienced some like throughout my, you know, experience, yeah. um, a gift of healing, the gift of, um, well, you know, casting out, you know, Absolutely. devils and mm-hmm. stuff. I had that experience. And then also, um, as I matured more, he started speaking with me, you know, dealing with me more differently mm-hmm. than what I was used to. And so I started hearing him on a whole nother level. Yeah. So that's when I started writing. Okay. And he would speak um, through my writing. So I keep I keep journals, but not all of my writing is meant for to share. Mm-hmm. You know. So I'm right. kind of still learning how to operate in that area. Yeah. Because this is um, I'm familiar with it. But I'm, you know, and he's he's told me you're my you're you're a prophet. You're my prophet. Okay. So it's nothing that somebody just said. Oh, you you this and you that, and it's not because I, you know, everyone who has has um the Holy Spirit has a gift of prophesying. Right. You know, but with him telling me specifically who I'm called to be, you know, that's something different, and so I'm. Developing into that. Okay. He's developing me into that. God is amazing, man. Yes, he is. God is amazing. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I could have to a two, three hour long conversation just about, you know, when when I heard you say like, you know, you, you started to hear him differently. I, I mean, that is what growing in the kingdom is all about. Because mm-hmm. you do, you start a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm dealing with that with my kids now. They're just young and they don't really understand yet. But it's like I keep telling them just you work on your relationship. And as your relationship with God grows, mm-hmm. your level of understanding grows. Yeah. And then you start to have revelations that you didn't even know were even possible. And yeah. and just that's why, you know, everyone's walk with God is their own. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, it's 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 really awesome. It's really really awesome. You got other gifts too. Uh, going back to your younger days, I want to get into Tasha the stylist because <laughs> you know if, if y'all don't know Tasha, I talked about this with Fonzie because she's she's in the shop with you. Uh, you own a shop here in the Waukegan area, <laughs> so if if you need that that whip. Laid and slayed <laughs> properly, you're gonna need to see Tasha over here in Waukegan. Uh, where did, when did you get into uh, um, a stylist? I, I asked uh, um, Fontima, what's the correct term? Would it be stylist? Would it be beautician? What, what, what's the what do I what what do you guys call yourselves? The professional term is cosmetologist. Okay. cosmetologist. Okay, cosmetologist. Yeah. So, <laughs> when did you get into that? Well, it's, it started, um, well, my gift, let's go back to my gift. Okay. So um, I have a gift of, of, of artistry, 
Mm-hmm. You know, I started out drawing. I, you know, um, my mom used to always she used to work at Abbott. You know, and so these um, in the boxes there would be these cardboards. Um, that that would separate the products, and she would bring these cardboards home. You know that they would throw throw out. Mm-hmm. So it was like these big, um, like I think it's like sixteen by twenty white cardboards, and she would bring stacks of them home, and I would use those as my canvases to draw. And um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So I have a, a I can draw I can draw a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> and so from that, you know, I just always enjoy crafting. Um, and, and, you know, just with anything I can do with my hands, you know, painting, drawing, coloring. Um, she taught me how to crochet, you know, those things. And, um, in high school I was doing my friend's hair. Really? Just, yeah. just. But it didn't start with that. Cause I, my mom, she used to braid. Okay. So I would watch her braid and. She worked in a shop too. She was a shampoo girl. Okay. And my dad, um, my dad was, you know, was doing hair just on the side, you know, in my uncle's salon, his brother. And um, yeah, that, that's a that's a whole nother story. <laughs> I don't know if I want to put, you know, what's going on with that publicly, like, you know, how, how I came about. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, but they they were dating there and um and yeah, so <laughs> I'm trying moving not on, to, moving on. You know, say that part, but okay, yeah. So they were dating. She was a shampoo girl. He did hair, and so she would do hair on the side. And I would watch her braid people' hair coming over the house, mm-hmm. and I would, you know, from just watching her, I would, you know, teach myself how to to braid, you know, on my little Barbie doll head with the little tray on the bottom. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the little mannequin Barbie doll head. Okay. And so just from that, you know, and then that that just, you know, carried on with me. And through high school, I would have friends that I would play in their hair. We'd be playing each other hair. And so, but I was undecided in high school. Were you? Yeah. So I didn't know what career path I wanted to go, but I did, I did know I wanted to stay in school. Mm-hmm. So even after I graduated, I was still undecided. And I was like, you know what? But I said, you know, it's okay. So I'm going to still stay in school. So I went to CLC and took some classes, mm-hmm. some business classes, because I knew it was going to be something pertaining to business. Right. So I took a couple of courses in business. And then I was like, you know what? I really need to think about what I need to do. Right. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to turn my hobby into a career. Man, and that's, that's where it started. Speak it. Speak and it. I, and I was like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I want the best school. I don't want to just be going anywhere. So I found the best school that I knew of at that time was Pivot Point. So that's where I started. <laughs> that is, that is, that'll preach right there. I was just telling my ne- my nephew or my son, I was just telling him, listen, you want to learn how life works, mm-hmm. right? Like, I told him when I was his age, I wanted to be a veterinarian. Now, obviously, I'm not a veterinarian right now. Mm-hmm. That's not to say that there's no stock in having dreams when you're young because a lot of kids have a dream and they wind up fulfilling it. But what I was telling him was, just like what you said, take as you grow and learn things that you're interested in or yeah. things that you learn that you're good at. Right. Turn that into a profit. Yeah. 
that's biz, That's a business mindset, mm-hmm. turning your hobby into money, into yes. a career. Yes. Man, I love it. <laughs> so when when did uh when did you uh did you when did you open up your shop? So um I started um after during school, um my uncle allowed me to come in to, you know, get this salon experience. Mm-hmm. And then I stayed in there for like five years at his shop. Okay. And then um I moved on to another salon in Zion for stayed there for three years. And that's where I developed more like uh salon management. Mm-hmm. Um I was under people who taught me business. Um and then from there, that's where um, Toys Hair and Nails started. Okay. I, uh, it started in a, a salon suite. I had two suites. I was going to ask, was it, always, was it always there on Green Bay? So it didn't start there? Mm-mm. Okay. No, it started, um, so Toys Hair and Nails Salon started 2005 in the um, salon, in salon suites in Gurney. Okay. Yeah, so that's where I started the business. I was doing hair and I was doing nails. Okay. <laughs> you you started on on your own. Didn't have a partner, anybody with you. No, it was just um, by myself. Okay. Yeah, and um, I stayed in that location for like three more years, and I had to expand. God expanded me. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and none of this was my doing. God was with me all the way. He gets all the glory and all the credit. Always. <laughs> he made my name. Great. Great, you know, I've Always. gained a lot of popularity in the um in the area and everything um, through visibility, staying, you know, going to the, you know, uh, being a part of hair shows right. and um, doing a lot of advertisements and stuff. And um, so once my clientele, you know, grew even more, um, that's where I, I moved to where I am now in Waukegan. What are some of the challenges of running a business? You know, I, I know you are in the field that you're in, but just in general, you know, you have a business mind. Uh, mm-hmm. What 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 challenges do you do you see? Um, not having a team, doing everything myself. Mm. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. And even when I try to, you know, build a team, you know, some, you know, some. People don't always see things Absolutely. as you see it, Absolutely. <laughs> you know, because it's not theirs, Absolutely. you know, so, yeah. Be, my nephew, BJ, <laughs> my nephew slash son, BJ, has always um, got business on his mind. And he has a little crew uh, that he hangs with that they want to start businesses and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And, you know. A lot of my conversations with him involves that very topic. Yeah. It's like it's very hard to trust in business, it's very hard to find people that you vibe with mm-hmm. in business because that is all needed. You do need a team. Yeah. You, you do need a crew of people um, working with one common goal in mind. But the, the issue is, like you said, it's like we don't always see eye to eye, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, when it comes down to it and you got to put the hammer down because somebody got to have a final say, then, that, then people get mad and mm-hmm. this and that. So, yeah, I definitely... I definitely uh, see that um, in yeah. business. It, it's 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 wild. So um, one of your passions, I know, is people, mm-hmm. and I'm 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 assuming you got that probably from your mother. Just hearing yeah. all the stories, uh, I love that your mama was evangelizing, <laughs> even though she was going through the things that she was going through. Man, that's mm-hmm. amazing. That was her ministry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So have you always had a heart for people? 
Yeah, I always care for people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even like animals, too. <laughs> I love animals, too. But I, right now, I'm like, I don't have any, I don't own any pets or anything like that. I just was a caring person and still, you know, still is. I'm just a caring person. And whatever, you know, if I have it to give, you know, either through service or my gifts or whatever, I, you know, I try my best to do whatever I can to help somebody. And you, you know? know what, man? That is that is a pastor. That is a pastor. <laughs> it's funny. It's so funny. I told this story before. I tell it all the time. You know, people come to me sometimes and say, well, when are you going to preach? And I was like, I don't preach. And it's like Because a lot of times people have it in their head. A pastor means you get up on Sunday right. and you and you deliver a word. And I'm like, that is not what a pastor is. A pastor is <laughs> pastoring is about people. A preacher, yeah, is a preacher, right? And and I'm not I'm not naive. I know a lot of times they go hand in hand, mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean that it always has to be that way, right? Like you probably will never see me um, deliver a text and and a message to a, to a group of people. I, I'm not gonna. Maybe I shouldn't say never because don't <laughs> right. know. Right? Don't never. Don't say know never. what the Lord is gonna do. <laughs> But for right now, like it's just like you just said, just caring for people is is the main thing. Mm -hmm. And you know, once you develop a relationship with the Lord, it's just like you you uh talked about the scripture where it's like, Do you love me? Well yeah. do this and do that, you know, take care of my people. Yes. You know, take care love your love thy neighbor. Exactly. You know? And and <laughs> it's it's a very basic thing. And if more people adapted it, I think the world would be a better place. Yeah. Just care about your, your brother and sister. Right. Look out for each other. That's right. <laughs> it ain't Man. all about you all the time, you know? <laughs> right. Man, this was fun, Tasha. Yeah. This was I enjoy fun. this. <laughs> and you know, you want to know something? And I, I ain't even have to look at my little paper here I, too much. I'm, I, you just you just took the thought from me. I was going to say I didn't even poke you a little bit about <laughs> the fact that you are also the the most prepared person. Oh Lord, I've ever seen. Let me tell y'all something. Tasha come into our meetings sometimes, oh, and I, I'm not I'm not gonna just put all our meetings out on blast. I know I've been talking a lot about our pastoral meetings, but Tasha will come in with booklets of notes and and ideas. <laughs> And it's like, I'm talking about pamphlets, y'all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but you know what? I know I always bring up my mom, but she did the same thing. She would carry all of her journals with her, uh -huh. all of her notes, her whole life. She carried in her bag. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that's where you get it <laughs> that's from. That's where I get it from. Her writing, doing all that writing and stuff. Yes, that's where I get it from. Pack full of notes. Yes. <laughs> well, before I let you go. I'm going to do you like I do all my guests. Top five movies. Top now, five movies. Now, uh -oh. I know you were, I know you were, I know you were uh, stressing to me that you, you can't nail down your top five movies. So I'm going to, I'm going to amend the, the, the segment just for you. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to say, give me five movies you enjoy watching. Um, let me see. Okay, so I mentioned um, the the Tyler Perry movies, mm -hmm. uh, Madea, you know, Medea movies. You got a favorite one? Um, no, because I can't remember all of his so many. So the first, the first ones. Um, I know. Why did I get married or something? Was yeah, one why of did I them. get married was good. I loved um, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. 
that was I, I believe that was the first one. Uh, and also, did you see the plays? Did you like his plays? Oh too? yeah, we started out before okay. he even you know got into the movie um, industry. We we started out going to his plays, and I loved all of his plays. Yeah, Medea. Yeah. I I don't really care for Medea no more. You know, not <laughs> no no slight. Shout out Tyler Perry. I love you, brother, but. Then Medea's Medea's gone for me. So the Medea movies. What else you got? Um, Wonder Woman mm. because that was uh, my favorite um, childhood superhero, superhero character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Color Purple, which I am pl- planning on going to see. You know, I was gonna ask you. You know, I was gonna ask you. It's coming on what the Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. The, the remake. And my girl in there. Oh, Fantasia. Yes, that's my Y'all, girl. I wish. <laughs> I wish y'all that we had a, a visual platform sometimes. I know this is audio only, but y'all, Tasha one one time came into the church volunteer dinner. I think it was the volunteer party. Yeah. And and performed as Fantasia, y'all. <laughs> as Fantasia. And and killed it. And killed it. So that's that's really good. <laughs> I lip sing, y'all. I didn't uh actually sing. I don't... <laughs> Hey, no, you told me you was in the choir. You told me you was in the choir. Uh, I'll be shying away from singing, y'all. <laughs> Is that true? So so <laughs> how long you been a fan of Fantasia? Ever since she was on American Idol. Yeah. Yes. I was rooting for her ever since. <laughs> yeah. She won, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was too. Yeah. All right, you got a couple more? Um, the bodyguard used to be one of them. The bodyguard, yeah, I will with, um, always Whitney love you. Houston. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I couldn't think of any other ones. I know I have some other ones that I like to watch, but um, I know it's kind of weird. But sometimes you know, movies, you know, some Netflix movies that be you know showing about uh, the world and how you know. Um, I don't know. It's it's like conspiracy type of movies. I love, Con- I love conspiracy, conspiracy theory theories. movies. Yeah. <laughs> y'all, let me tell y'all something. Shout out Netflix because I, I watched recently Leave the World Behind, which is on Netflix right oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah, we just watched that. That movie is excellent. And I'll be trying to, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, so what they trying to say? Yeah. That movie <laughs> with is With the satellites. Excellent. What's going on with it the satellites? Is so, it, is a, it is a disaster movie. Where the disaster is like not the main subject of the right, movie. Right, right. It is an excellent movie. It's an excellent <laughs> movie. I'm trying to get my wife to watch it, but she ain't listening to me. So I'm upset. <laughs> but yeah, that was excellent. I'm, this ain't a plug, y'all. If y'all watch it and think it, it's horrible, don't blame me. I'm saying it was excellent to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tasha Toy, Pastor Tasha Toy, thank you so much for uh, coming on the JNAC podcast. And I'll have Thank you, you know me. I'm going to record with your husband here coming up soon. I'm not, a, you know, I don't know when that'll drop, but coming up soon. So so he'll either uh, <laughs> collaborate, <laughs> cooperate your story, okay. or he'll be like, wait a minute, that ain't how it went. Let me, let me tell y'all the real. <laughs> But thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank and, you for having me. Mm-hmm. It's always a pleasure. And to my JNAC listeners out there, thank you guys for tuning in once again. You know, I love y'all. I love y'all with all my heart. And thank you for the engagement. Thank you for the views. Thank you for spending an hour of your day with First G. 
Like and subscribe. The JNAC podcast is available wherever you get your podcast. And as you guys know, I tell you all the time, it's, it's becoming a tagline for me. If it sucks, tell me it sucks. If you love it, <laughs> tell me you love it. First, you can handle it. I got thick skin. I have the armor of God around me. So you get, you haters is not going to not gonna bother me at all. <laughs> well, thank you all once again for joining us. Uh, We're going to see y'all next time. Enjoy the holiday season.